you're tuned into Topi Talks, episode 14. How to choose nursing after failing the NCLEX. So let's go ahead and have the discussion that no one seems to have unless they've passed it. And that's the NCLEX. So this episode is for you failures out there who have probably failed the NCLEX. Don't worry, I'm a part of that crew. Yes, I am. I failed my NCLEX the first time and it was a struggle. And let me tell y'all something. It was so disrespectful because I actually had to take all 200 plus questions to find out I failed. Like, come on, at least let me feel I failed at 75 or something. But anywho, I failed it the first time. And yes, I went through all the emotions. I was emotionally distraught. I was sad. I was heartbroken. I was disappointed. I cried all of that in a bag of chips. But I picked myself back up. I studied my butt off again and I passed it the second time. And it's not the end of the world. I know so many people out there who have failed the NCLEX multiple times. It could be due to stress, anxiety. It could be due to just not really knowing what question is being asked. It's just a tons of things that could really get in our way of trying to pass this exam. But my guest today, Nurse Chioma, talks with me on how she became an entrepreneur to help nurses who failed the NCLEX. And I'm not just talking about failed the NCLEX one, two, or three times. We even discuss a nurse who failed it 10 times and still passed on the 11th time. That is some serious grit. So for all you out there who have failed the NCLEX and you're just not sure what to do or where to go or advice, this episode is for you. And you know what? I'm starting to talk a little bit too much. So let's go ahead and hop into this episode. Go ahead and hop into this and tell me Mm -hmm. what made you want to go into nursing and like, how did that even start? What did your journey lead to, to where you are now? Okay. So I grew up in a family where, because my background is Nigerian. So in my background, it's pretty much, (laughs) yes, Nigerian. So you know, in this background, like we're exposed to like like four careers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> being a doctor, being a lawyer, and then an engineer. Um, and my mom, she also is actually a nurse as well. So you know, I kind of was um, exposed to it early from just her, mm-hmm. and um, and so she really like encouraged me to do it from since I was like twelve. Uh, and so she really like encouraged me to go to pursue nursing. So, and I just thought about it. I decided I wanted to go for it because I wanted to help people. Like I just have that innate desire to help change and improve people's, the quality of people's life. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and I, I like the fact it was also a career that was needed, you know, so I knew that I wouldn't have a problem getting a job when, when I actually finished school. Cause there's a lot of people who are getting their majors and going through their program, but then they would like wait, you know, forever to get a job. Yeah. So it just kind of fits like, you know, the best of two worlds for me. Um, and so it was really like my family that really inspired me. And then after like doing my own research about it and learning about it at that time, uh, you know, I decided that this is what I wanted to do. And, it wasn't an easy experience for sure mm-hmm. as far as like going through the program and um, graduating and getting my degree, but it was definitely, um, you know, worth it. So yeah, that's pretty much like what inspired me to get into nursing. 
That's awesome. And I, I can totally relate because I am Nigerian mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, okay. our parents want us to like, you know, pursue mm-hmm. a certain kind of degree and you're like, look, oh, you know, you're not mm-hmm. sure until you really get to know yeah. what that, uh, what that, uh, right? what it entails. So, um, I'm glad you threw that out there because mm-hmm. sometimes there is that pressure on, um, you know, Nigerian children to kind of pers- go on the path of what your yeah. parents want. But, you know, we really want to encourage you to like really discover it and see if there's something that yeah. you like, like you did. So I'm so glad you highlighted that. Mm-hmm. So what was it like getting mm-hmm. into the program? Because, um, you know, I, I read your bio about like the challenges you had getting into nursing school. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, it was it was very hard. Like that's the thing, like just the process to get in is difficult so first, like I had to, uh, I, I got accepted into college from high school immediately. So I just went straight, straight to, you know, get the bachelor's and everything and went through the process first of going through my prerequisites, which was also, you know, of course a challenge in itself, but then mm-hmm. um, went through, did the prereqs um, and then the fine, and then I, w- then I started applying for the program and I applied like three times before I got accepted on the third time. Wow. And um, it was, it was like, I had to, I kept on going to see the counselor and asking them like, why didn't I get accepted? And then she would recommend, okay, do this instead. You know, so she kept on giving me recommendations. And the biggest thing is that the reason why it was hard to get in is that they have, I remember she told me we have over 8,000 people that apply every single, and sure now it's more, but we have over 8,000 people that apply every single semester and we can only accept like 200. So it's like, literally you're just like a a needle in a haystack trying to get in. So by, you know, like showing my face, like, Hey, like, you know, showing that I I, I really want to do this. And then plus, you know, also getting the um, feedback and, you know, push from my parents as well. It, that's what really what um, helped me to get in. So the process, to, so I had to apply three times. I had to really like go hard with it and like, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you know, and just and just be persistent, you know. And I remember, I remember being in a position where I was like, oh my, like I would see the people in their scrubs, and I was like, oh my goodness, like I want that. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so jealous. I was like, like this is gonna happen. I'm gonna believe it, you know. And so you know, and then finally I went into the program and was able to get started. So it was definitely something like, that's one of the things I learned about nursing. Nursing has, um, what I would say like doors, like not like literally, but doors in the sense that there's always going to be like something that you need to overcome in order to get to the next thing. Um, and so that's how they kind of like weed out people who are really interested in and who are, you know, and I remember seeing people around me who said, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm just going to switch my major to child development, you know, public health. Like I just had so many people around me who just kept on changing their majors because they're not, they were not getting into the program. So, um, yeah, I, I had to fight. I had to fight to get in. But that is amazing because, I mean, that's the reality of it. And I like how you said that there's so many doors and so many different challenges mm-hmm. you have to face in nursing because you didn't give up. Girl, you were mm-hmm. like persistent, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. literally going to the yes. counselors. <laughs> and I, mean, I have a lot of friends and colleagues who are amazing nurses now who went through the same thing you did. Like it wasn't just easy. Oh, oh. I, and I got in beautiful colors, rainbows. No, it was like, right. girl, this is my 17th time. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I applied to like 10 different schools. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, if it's truly what you want to do, you are like gun ho, you're going to get through it. You're going to, you know, get 
to that. Yeah. So how was the program for you? Like, was it a um, five semester program, four semester program? And what made you go the BSN route was, and not um, the other route? Oh, okay. Great question. Uh, it was like, how many, what was the summer semesters? I think, I think I want to say it was five semesters. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, it feels like it was much longer than that, to be honest. It Nurses was at least two years. always long. Because okay. like, yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I think it was five semesters. So pretty much um, the, it, I was, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It was the most difficult thing I've ever done before in my life. Mm-hmm. It really was. Yes. Because nursing is like, it's like learning a new language. That's yeah. honestly what it's like. Even though you, I went to the prerequisites, it was only just like, like baby food. Like <laughs> when I got into the real world, it was, that was when it really pushed me. Like the first one was the reason why I wanted to do the DSN route versus the ADN route, because I did do my research and learn how hospitals are more likely to hire BSN nurses and you know, the BSN pay is, is going to be better than ADN, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so that was the biggest reason is because I was just thinking future, futuristically mm-hmm. uh, and just looking at how hospitals are saying that, that they're interested in management status, so they want to get BSN nurses, and eventually you're going to have to get your BSN anyways. Mm-hmm. So that was what made me go straight into the BSN route. And when I, when I went through the program, um, like the first, two semesters were the most hardest like ever um because i because you know learning a new language and the courses are very rigorous Mm. so it's not just you just have you just attend class like one hour and then you're you know you have your finals and stuff like that but it's like you okay you have to attend like six hour class uh, and then on top of that, also have clinicals during the week, and then you also have to do care plans and assignments, and um, you know, and so and then and then there are some instructors that have very very high expectations, um, and so I had an instructor who was like that. You know how you have that one teacher where everybody says like, oh my gosh, like I hope I don't get her, like uh-huh. that, was, that, that one was, witch that be trying to uh, be in yeah, the. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it felt like. Right? No offense, so, but some of them be t- be witches. I'm yeah, no you're in the way of my success. <laughs> Dark, agent of darkness, please remove yourself. Yeah, it's 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 okay. But I mean, now though, I I'm grateful for it because it refined me and yeah. it just it pushed me. It made me a stronger person. But at the time though, it felt horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I literally failed the first semester. Of my it wasn't the first; it was the second semester because if you fail the I think if you fail the first semester, they kick you out of the program. So, and you have to like go back in and do it again. That's how rigorous it was. So the second semester when I took med surge, that was when I failed that class. Pretty much the teacher didn't think I was like ready and didn't think I should go to the next level and felt that I should take the class again. So it was very, to me, when I went through, it was heartbreaking. I didn't get why she was telling me to do that. And so I just felt like, you know, of course I feel like, oh, she's just picking on me. But, you know, I just had to embrace it and just go through the process and, it was very embarrassing initially because I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, like these people already, like I have to explain to my other classmates like why I'm not moving ahead. Yeah. Um, but then eventually I was able to catch up, you know, by taking summer school, um, which which pretty much helped me to still graduate with my original classmates. Oh. So went through that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, so that, that's, that's the good thing about that. So mm-hmm. I just have to take the class, take that class again, go to the clinicals, wake up at 7 a.m., you know, learn to, well, not even 7 a.m., really, 5 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, just getting, you, you, it's like you have to constantly learn to get accustomed to new environments, um, you know, and then plus on top of that, doing the plan, 
that you have to do, which is usually like a 20 page plan, you know, where they're like, write out your care plan and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it, it was by far. And by the time I got to like the last two semesters, that's when it really, or like the last semesters, that's when it really began to like, to, okay, you know, breathe a little bit, you know, as far as, because now I was used to it and the classes were not as hard and I knew what to expect and I knew how to think differently, uh, you know, to live to the expectations of the, the class as well as the instructor and the teachers and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was very hard, but I'm so glad that I went through the program that I went through now because just from like talking to other people, I've learned that other people didn't, didn't have the level of education that I did. Like some people tell me that, Oh, I went, I, I went through my nursing school program, but I didn't have patho or I didn't have farm. I'm like, what? Like, how could you, how could that not be included? Like, right? in the like program? how are you able to so, graduate without farm? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's what I'm thinking too. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but unfortunately, like some, not all programs of, um, uh, provide what like everything that should be included in the program. So it it was it was very 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 hard. Um, but you know, I learned a lot. You know, from the experience, um, I wouldn't change anything now moving forward because it really gave me, it really made me a stronger person. Um, and you know, it just made me understand why I was going through what I was going through as far as the, the entire process of the program. So. That's very, hard, but hard worth it though. That's very good. I mm-hmm. I like that perspective, um, and I kind of want to table back a little bit because I think there's mm-hmm. just this. Um, I would like I like to harp on the transparency of if you fail, it's yeah. a, you know, like it's it's not the end of the world. And, and mm-hmm. you're right, going into nursing is nothing. It's baby food compared to anatomy and biology and all that. Yeah, it truly mm-hmm. is. It's like a whole mm-hmm. other way of thinking, processing, and it takes time to develop that kind of skill to look at things a little bit differently. And no one's yeah. verbally telling you this when you're going into the program. You you start thinking it's you. So yeah. how did you feel mm-hmm. when you did fail? Like looking back now, are you grateful that you failed? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that failure? is what helped you elevate and be more success, successful in not only nursing school, but in your nursing career? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you look at that failure now compared to when you looked at it then yeah. during that failure? Um, during that time, it was the way I, I looked at it as, at the time, I looked at it as something that was unfair. Like when it, when it, when I, as soon as I heard about it, or as soon as, she, as soon as I was told, I just thought it was just so unfair. Like other people are not failing. Like, you know, I just thought it's as like an unfair experience. Um, that I was going through. And at that time it was so heart wrenching. And I really thought about, like, I wanted to quit like all the time. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I'm quitting, I'm quitting. I'm so quitting now. Like <laughs> this is just how I'm like, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, and so like I, but the thing about it is like, I've been, because of the way I've been raised, I've, I've been raised that you, there's no, op, quitting is not an option. Like, unfortunately, like that's just where I've been. Yeah. Literally. If you're Nigerian, like way quitting is not an option. Yeah. It's not a choice. It's not like it a really fallback. <laughs> that's not even a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, it's just not an option. So I had to like, you know, brace myself and just like, okay, let's do this again, you know, and let's see what we didn't see the last time. Um, you know, and so when I was like, when I, there was like, I would say there's three different stages as far as like mentally, how I process it mm-hmm. at the beginning. The first stage was like, this is unfair. This, I don't like this. 
I just, you know, like I want to quit right now. Then once I actually started going through it and repeating it again, then it was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, okay, I'm seen, but I didn't see before, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, now I'm starting to like get a bigger picture that she wanted me to get and the sense that she wanted, she was expecting from me. So at the time when I was going through it, the second stage, when I was actually going through it, I was glad I was going through it because it gave me like more hands-on opportunity. Um, and then it also just build my confidence, um, in like, like cl- on a clinical setting. Cause I needed that. Um, I mean, you need to have, a, you need to have confidence. That's one thing that a lot of people, they may have book smart, but they don't have clinical skills. And that's mm-hmm. just as important when you start working. So now in the third stage is now, you know, afterwards and everything, I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad that I went through that. Um, because it taught me a lot about, um, it taught me about my, who I am and my, as myself. Uh, I think also it, it inspires other people too, because I'm, because I'm in a position where uh, I'm around and other nurses are aware of me or aspiring nurses are aware of me. It inspires them. Okay. If she did it, let me keep going through the process as well. So um, I think that, I think I had to go through that in order to, so that I could inspire other people um, and then as well, going through that process, um, it just helps me to see, it just, it just like, it just gave me such a, a different perspective yeah. on consistency and persistency and determination and, um, and just having the right type of mentality. Uh, cause nurse, for, to be a nurse, you got to have resilience. You do, you know, oh, even, you do. even at working, working in the field, you have to have some level of resilience. And I think that process, you know, I, one thing I always believe is that everything that you go through prepares you for the next level that you're going to go into. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I believe going through that process, it only prepared me for now. Like I, it was, ne- it was necessary so that way I could have, um, I could be able to, you know, go, go through the nursing, like working as a nurse and then also doing what I do now. I love that. I, I really do. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. That gets you prepared for the next step, the next chapter. And it makes you relatable. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like, man, okay, she, yes. didn't give up. you know, she could have given up. She failed. She didn't mm-hmm. give up. So tell me more about mm-hmm. your nursing career now that you you've graduated and um, you went through the horrifying exam called the NCLEX and you're now mm-hmm. a registered nurse. Yeah. How was your experience on mm-hmm. um, working in what um, the med surge unit and, and growing in your knowledge of nursing? How's that okay. been for you since, you know, graduating nursing school? Well, um, when I first started, it was still hard. Like, it was like my first job was very hard. Um, and because like, even though you're, even though you're being exposed to it clinically, like as a student, it's still not the same as you as a nurse. Mm-hmm. So because now, now there's no like, you know, double check with so and so. It's just like no, you you were the final check, you know. So like when I was going through the process of the like the, my first my first job in nursing was very hard, um, and like it took me a while before I really got my groove into it. I think what that encouraged me is that some people told me. Um, it usually takes about six to nine months or longer 
before you really get into, you really get your foot on the, uh, like, like you really get a solid foundation and you're into the transition mm-hmm. to nursing. What so was the your beginning first was job, really hard. you mind me asking, what, what area? My first job was med surge. Med surge. Oh, it was med surge. Yeah, I, that's all I've on, only done. I've only done med surge actually. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so it, it was a med surge job. That was a very hard experience. Um, and then I, I didn't like, I didn't really excel in that job. So I decided and I ended up moving. So I got another job and just started, um, once again, doing message, but now it's like more message telly. Um, and I did in that position, I did great. It was like, I, I think the biggest thing I learned is prioritization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was exposed to so much. Um, like it's like, I just got my groove really fast. Like after a period of time, I, I finally really got my, like the hang of things as far as I went to chart, you know, who to see first, like in like really in real life, like who do you, who you should see first, how to prioritize when to call the doctor, you know, um, not that I felt, not that I was perfect in the, in the experience at mm-hmm. all, but I really understood, um, what it meant to be a competent nurse. So just like, I would say just, um, as I just started working more and more, I got my groove into it and I started like learning how to balance things uh, and what you're supposed to look out for and what you should um, t- call the doctor about and what you should not call the doctor about. Uh, or sorry, what you should, um, what you should first identify first before you call the doctor. Mm-hmm. So just getting my, just getting my foot on that and seeing other nurses who are good makes a huge difference as well. Like, mm-hmm. because then, you have something to compare, compare it to, right. um, that you can look up to versus, you know, nursing school. Right. So, um, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what, what yeah, encouraged so you to, um, what encouraged you to, you know, branch out and, and do what you're doing now as a nurse entrepreneur and helping nurses with their NCLEX? Like, where did that passion come from? Because I, mm-hmm. I rarely hear like, you know, usually you'll hear, like yeah. who are, you know, older, who are a partnership with Kaplan or other, um, you know, uh, career guides and, and, and test strategy companies. But what made mm-hmm. you want to, you know, take this on your own and actually start helping nurses, you know, prepare for the NCLEX? I mean, that's really big. I mean, I don't think I've seen, yeah. you know, an African-American woman, you know, being the liaison of trying to champion other nurses and learning the NCLEX and, and getting them ready for an exam. So what where did that stem from? Um, well, this isn't about myself. I've always been a creator. Like, I don't like, if I see something that's deficient, I want to fix it. And um, when I was working, like, after a certain point when I was working, I'd just been exposed to um, so much different types of nursing settings, like nursing home. I did the nursing home too, nursing home, nursing hospital, all that kind of stuff. And just seeing the um, nurses, you know, us working hard and then also like patients not, not being able to get to the patients quick enough sometimes and like nurses being burnt out. And mm-hmm. I just felt like I just started to feel like, you know, there has to be more that I can do beyond this because I realized there's, there has to be more than I can do than, than this, you know, and I just wanted to make a bigger impact you know initially i was like thinking okay let me look into let me do what other people are doing right find like a job where i have some type of leadership role over new graduate nurses or something like that mm-hmm. uh, but i did but i didn't 
I didn't actually, I mean, I didn't find a role like that, but at the same time, it was too small for me. Um, and I just wanted, I, I, I'm somebody that I want my own flexibility and my own say and my own be able to like just make a decision and just move forward with it and not have to um, get approval by other people. So yeah. it actually, the thing about it, that the thing about it is like, I kind of already, I, I always had a, like a burning desire to be an entrepreneur, even like before nursing. Like I always had that burning desire, but I never knew how to mix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or how to pursue it like even when I was um I used to do other like like small business ventures which I'll talk about another time but I used to do mm-hmm. other small business ventures because I really wanted to pursue entrepreneurship too so I just decided to okay like I didn't have the full picture to be honest like literally I just started a blog like I remember like researching uh, how to be an entrepreneur like I just researched that and then I would I looked up um how there was people who were just really doing really exceptional in their blogging journal. So I started looking to that. I was like, let me do a blog about nursing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, then I decided to get a mentor. Right. And so I was thinking like, I didn't know, I knew there was a nursing shortage because of what I was exposed to uh, as well as that it was growing, but I didn't know all the reasons why there was a shortage. Yeah. So I got a mentor and the mentor, um, Initially, I was thinking, like, let me actually help help nursing graduates get jobs. That's actually what I wanted to do first. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, let me let me show people how to get a job instead, because I was good at getting a job. Um, and so then he suggested, like, no, you should um, teach people how to pass the test instead. And so um, because they like, can't oh, yeah, get a job until they try that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> makes exactly. sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so he kind of like was the one that, that dressed me towards this during doing this. And then when I started doing it, then I started getting people emailing me from, because I had the blog, just, you know, email me from different um, places around the country telling me like, Hey, like, you know, it's been 1994 and I still can't pass my test. Wow. Or I've been taking this exam like four times. And I still can't pass my test. Wow, and then that that was when I my my I was really exposed, and I really was like, wow, there's a lot of people. So this is part of the reason why there's a shortage. Yeah, um, and it wasn't just like a couple, but it was like a lot of people. Uh, and then I began to like do more research. Okay, why are people not passing the test? Um, and then I saw one one article that really stuck out, stood out to me is I read that since I think I want to say like 1986. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, over 13,000 13, nursing schools have been shut down. Wow. And so, like, yeah, which I was like, that's a lot of schools. You a know, that's a, that's a lot of schools. So, um, so it just made so, so some of these people, like, I would talk to them, like, oh, my school shut down, my school shut down, my school shut down, and they can't pass their test. Wow. So it was like hearing them, um, because the, because what happens is that the boards of nursing, if they notice that there's a trend where the school, where the, the passing rate is not high enough, mm-hmm. they'll go in and expect the school. And then they'll say, you know what, we're going to shut down the program. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, though, the people that, is, exactly. But then the, the problem is that the people that paid for the program went to, they got their degree, they still have the education that they need and they have all this loans. Uh, in order to pass the test so they can at least uh, start working. So just so being exposed to that and then being exposed to a lot of international students who who are taken up, who went to other countries and then learning how the programs in other countries are not the same. Like, like there's so much differences 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they'll come here and try to take the test here and not pass their exam. So I just, so I just didn't, I just started to get exposed. Like I saw the research come to life, you know, like I, like I really, really just thought yeah. like, I can't pass my exam. I can't pass my exam. I can't pass my exam. I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. <laughs> right? and, this I mean, is, I... and the thing about it too is that I'm somebody, I'm also, fortunately though, I'm also, um, like I also had a desire, like I'm a teacher by nature as well. Like I love to educate people. So, um, like and and not every nurse is is able to like there's nurses that that can teach people okay um there's nurses that pass their NCLEX but they're not necessarily going to be the ones that would teach them because being exposed because like most people when they finish nursing school and they pass the exam they never want to talk about the NCLEX again I know (laughs) nobody wants to talk about like you want to put it behind you for the rest of your life no, yeah. I don't want to talk about the test. No, I don't want to show you how to study for the test. Yeah. Because I passed it already. You know? Same thing with so, nursing school. I don't want to talk know. about it. I don't, I don't, whatever happened in nursing yeah. I'm a nurse now and that life is behind me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there, there's so many exactly. people <laughs> who are in that situation who would love to hear from you so they can kind of overcome that yeah. too. So you're right. Yeah. So it was just like, just seeing that and I just, my heart just broke for these people. Um, and I just really was just like, I, this is what I have to do. I just have to do this because there's just not enough, um, nurses. I just wanted to, but I just honestly wanted to make an impact. I wanted to see people say like, I like, cause and I thought to myself, like, even if I just, even if I just help, I mean, at the time I was thinking very small, but I would just thought to myself, even if I just, just help, you know, like one new nurse per week, pass their test or something, or even like a month or something, pass their test. That is like that one new nurse is going to have four patients or five patients. And then, you know, and that's going to help rectify or resolve the nursing shortage. Yeah. So that was my biggest thing. It's like I saw the need and I just went for it. That is amazing. Like, I am just so excited on how amazing that is. Like you didn't even, you weren't even thinking about you. You literally thought outside the box of how to help the shortage. And then you didn't mm-hmm. even know all this was going on, like the ripple effect of, you know, nursing yeah. school accreditation. And I know a couple of nurses myself who, you know, have gone to a school and literally the year they're supposed to graduate, the nursing program loses their accreditation, shuts down. And it's like, well, oh. these people that, you know, wow, they're yeah. not even finished or they're going to finish, but the degree really means nothing because they can't take the exam or the boards. Yeah. And it's really heartbreaking, but that does, that also is a part of why we do have the nursing shortage. So tell me mm-hmm. really, what does your program um, consist of and how, how successful has it been since you started it? Like how many nurses have you actually helped pass the exam mm-hmm. and, and really what does your program entail? Mm-hmm. Pretty much what I do is, um, our focus is helping nursing graduates um, and teaching how to pass the exam. So both RN test takers and then LPN test takers. And I do, I, now, like at the beginning, like we, like we do so many different things as far as how we, how I to help them. So I have like guides, like it, it depends on what, what people's, what people want. Mm-hmm. Um, I have something as small as like as homestay programs, which is programs pretty much where it's my teaching, where I'm going over content, you know, breaking down the diseases, the drugs, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, and then they can they can study on their own time as self study. And I've had so many people who just found that really helpful because some people don't have time to 
um, do like live classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I do like homestay programs. I have, I do like live review classes. I, the way I do my live review classes are online. So that makes it convenient um, for anybody to join. So it's Very not limited convenient. by the location. Yeah. So I do like three day review classes uh, where it's like eight hours for three days. And then also we just started our uh, long term. So I, I, so there's some people that need short term help and there's some people that need long term help. Mm-hmm. So I also have like a long term program, which is eight weeks long, which actually started last week. Um, and that's like a eight week review class. So every, so they have the, they have, they have certain teachers that they need to go through each week. And then on top of that, we also meet live and we, I go over content with them live and then also do practice questions and they have weekly homework and assignments. So you know, and the, I also get to speak with them and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is a short, is the, is the long ended ones for more that people, for people who have like been out the program Good for question. a long time and yeah, the short one exactly. is for, okay, okay. So shorter is for yeah, those so who that, yeah, graduated exactly. and need that prep to get ready yeah. longer. Okay. Wow, exactly. Wow, that's exactly. Good. Yeah. Because, it, yeah, because it's different because the people that have found me is, or the main people that have found me are the ones that are um, repeat test takers, but then you have some first time. So I have people, so like the short term is for people who, um, just need that content boost within like a short period of time. And the long term is for people who have, who are really struggling. Um, you know, people who have failed at least two times or more or who are international students. Cause there's a lot that they're not aware that they need to learn uh, mm-hmm. and be aware of. And so I can do that in a longer setting. So I wanted to provide something that will help everybody. Um, it's, it's like at least the people that are the most um, overlooked, which is usually the repeat test takers. Wow. That's one thing that that's one thing as well is that a lot of the um, like most resources are applicable to people who have went to school here. That's the, that's the reason why people like for example like I'll talk to people and tell them like oh I did this I went I bought this program I went through this review class three times I have this book and so I'm like okay what what school did you go to or where did you graduate from and so the reason why it doesn't work for them is because the resources are designed towards assuming that you already know certain information so yeah. it's not going to be broken down in the simplest format which is what a lot of them need. And it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be, it's not going to include more fundamental teaching. It's not, you know, it's going to be just this, like in the regular medical language terminology, um, you know, that you need to know. And it's going to be just straight information. So that's, that's one of the things that make that I try to separate myself to by doing is helping is like making it simpler for people who have reviewed this like 30 times and still don't get it, you know? Um, and I've had people tell me like, I've gone through so much teaching, but I found it finally clicks when you explain it to me. I've lost the count number of people, to be honest, as that have passed. Like I would say at least 300 to 500 students, if not more since I started um yeah because and now it's been like this year it's been like we've had so many testimonials especially like this year alone and just what we're doing what one thing I try to do is I try to listen to um the what they say they need the most like as far as that's lacking for them like because some people they need more help in one area in nursing than others like, oh, I need more help with farm or I need more help in the, and answering questions and strategies. So I try to be more versatile. Most resources are 
also limited to the style of uh, to the style of content, meaning that it's just they just go over content or they just go over questions or it's just like it's just like one side of it versus what I do differently is I try to pull and do different things to help everybody, whatever level they're at. So farm teaching, strategies teaching, uh, if you need everything teaching, if you just need the content only teaching, if you need long-term personal one-to-one help, I have that too. So I try to just hit, hit everybody uh, so nobody is left out, you know. Um, so yeah, I've had great, I mean like, and like the type of success that I've had is just so amazing. Uh, it's honestly not me. It's I really honestly thank God because I've had people who have I had so I've had so many stories like this. Like I had one lady. She graduated in 2009, went through our help and everything, like the long term help, past 2017. Right. Wow. Like literally after she graduated eight years ago, and the same year that we worked with her, she passed. Wow. Uh, I had another person who she so failed five crazy. times, mm-hmm. you know, and passed six times uh, after receiving. And she passed in only three weeks and she got a job the same week that she passed. Oh, look at God. Uh, and I'm, mm. Yeah, right. And I had one of the one of the best testimonies I've had is I had one lady who failed her exam 10 times, one zero, oh, wow. 10 times. And she was, and I was like, you know what? I applaud you. Like, right? You are the real It's team, not, right? I don't like, even understand like, that. Taking the exam is not yeah. free. Like, you are paying every yeah. single time. Yeah. Wow. It's like, yeah, the cost to do it every time, like $200 plus other fees, plus studying, you know, like, you know, and then plus to explain to other people, like, plus you can't get a job. So, um, so I worked with her more personally because she, she was like, you need more, you know, hands one-to-one personal experience. Mm-hmm. And she passed her exam the 11th time after wow. receiving our help. Have so, you ever like, had any, yeah, um, so, any yeah. students who or anyone who's actually gone through your program and still kind of struggled passing that had to have more extensive yeah. thing? You know what? You're always going to get like p- people who are not going to, who may, because what happens is that some people, they, um, things happen. Like I've had people like, like when they join the program, it's then somebody dies in their family or something like suddenly happens that makes it difficult for them to finish going. Uh, And then some people really just do need like, like some people need even longer help than I could have even provide through just eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Like that's why nursing school is is a four year program because you need the whole, you know, time frame in order to learn from the ground up mm-hmm. so there are some people like and that's what that I want to do one day is have like a like at least like um have my own nursing school but like have like a one-year nursing one-year nursing program for people who um are from like international students or you know who really honestly they need to go through the whole nursing program again mm-hmm. but not do the whole four or five years so yeah absolutely you know there's some people who have just like a greater more in-depth need but they can't um you know but they but we just but they just need more time to really understand the information you know so it's so yeah absolutely
I love that you're doing this and I love that you're so transparent about it because like you said, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll hear like, oh, this program is really good. Da, 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 and then you don't hear about yeah, people that know. don't actually do well. And you start thinking like, okay, mm-hmm. is this program like not real, not legit, but I like the fact mm-hmm. that you talk about, you know, not everyone is as successful because things happen in their lives that kind of kind of interfere with it or depending mm-hmm. on the amount of education that they need. And I'm glad that you're looking not only mm-hmm. just you know, inside of, of uh, the U.S., but we have a lot. I mean, we're immigrant country. We have a lot of people who, who uh, migrate yeah. to the U.S. who need that extra care and extra education and extra understanding because it's not yeah. just the training. Medical care is different in different countries, but on top of that, there's language barriers, yeah. like understanding certain yep. terminology. Mm-hmm. So I, I really applaud mm-hmm. you for doing this because I, I, it just blows my mind of like all these areas that are needed in nursing that, you know, it's overlooked, but we have amazing people like you that are, you know, starting a whole entrepreneurship of helping those that have failed the exam and, and uh, attributing to helping mm-hmm. our nurse shortage by doing that. So mm-hmm. yeah. how do you balance, you know, being able to help educate those that have failed their exams and doing what you're doing and still kind of working on the unit? Or is it something that you've taken less time on the uh, unit and been full time in your entrepreneurship? You know what? I actually, so I went full time into this February, 2015. Wow. So I've been doing this. Yeah, I've been doing this full time for like two years now um, and everything. It's just kind of one of those things. Not that like, I know some people, there are, there are definitely some nurses that are working at the bedside and I'm sure also having a, a successful business. But I, like for me, like I just kind of decided that um, I wanted to be able to give my all to this. Um, like a hundred percent, no restrictions, no plan B. And, um, yeah, so I just like, I, I just completely put it aside and I'd realized to, I know it's not like for a lot of people, that's a hard decision to make, but I just, it wasn't to me, it was like, it was like a no brainer for me. Like I know for other people, like, no, like just work a job and do this because there's PRN, there's other things you can do. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning stages of any business, like I, the thing is that for me, I'm, I want them to succeed so badly and mm-hmm. quickly. It's that like, Nigerian I like blood. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> like I want to get results like right now, you know? And so I knew that if I have a job, like another job at the same time I'm doing this, I'm like the time that I'm at the job is still going to um, restrict what I could be doing to grow the business. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and so I just wanted to be, I wanted to be as available as possible towards building this, um, you know, from the ground up, you know, and everything. So, yeah, I just honestly was just, just made a decision like, you know what, I really want to commit to this and everything like this is, I want to focus on this. And I, and I had like savings and plus also I had a mentor coach as well, who um, really helped me with the transition and, so that way, that way we, I could receive results much more quickly. So, so yeah, you're prepared. I just, I just you're preparing yourself for this transition. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I really want to highlight that because, you know, there's a lot of um, nurses out there that, you know, they might have a wonderful idea that they know is going to help the industry or help, um, you know, the nurse shortage or help healthcare as a whole. But it's yeah. scary, mm-hmm. you know, like leaving the career 
that you know, which is working in the hospital, working at the bedside and then going and trying something new. So Mm -hmm. was that scary for you or was it kind of like a, let me just take the risk because at the end of the day, I know bedside Um, will be there. Yeah, honestly, that's what it was. Like, I was like, you know what? If I just, like, let me just leave this. I can just get another job. Like, if mm-hmm. it work out, like, I can just get another. That's, see, that, that's, I would say that's the beauty of nursing because there is such a shortage. Um, there's a surplus of jobs. So if I decide, you know what? I can't do this. Let me get a job. Like, I could call, I could literally get a job within like two weeks and start working immediately. So um, that was my biggest thing. Like I think, see, for other people who are not in nursing, it then like like more corporate America or different type of industry, mm-hmm. you don't know if you're gonna get a job, you know, because there's not as much, um, there's not as many jobs available. So for me, I just I was kind of like, yeah, let me just, I just want to. This is it's not it's, it wasn't really like a, a huge risk thing for me. Um, like I know for this for other people because just knowing that and then plus. I wanted to, leave, I wanted to start doing this. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to. I kind of got to. I, I was at the point where I kind of, um, cause like I was actually, the, I like I was like ready to leave. Like I was like, you know what? I'm. I want to be my own boss now. Like I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to. Yeah, I'm ready to go now. So talk to you later. Have a good life. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much what it was for me. Like I was like. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, I'll just get a job. That's it. So that's my standpoint. That's awesome. So what kind of advice would you give um, Mm -hmm. other nurses out there who are, you know, looking into starting their own nursing Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship kind of job? Um, What kind of advice would you give them to kind of get started and actually go for it? I would definitely say the first thing, number one, first figure out the need that you want to focus on. So figure out what, what exactly is like, it has to be a need that's combined with a passion that you have. Mm. So like for me, my, you know, my need was helping people pass the NCLEX exam and the passion I have is teaching people. So you have to be, you have to have some level of passion to doing this because it's going to require it, you know, cause there's, there's so, there's, an, you have to invest to grow this, you know, yeah. you have to take, do it day in, day out. You have to like put an application, like, well, not applications, but, you know, um, you have to just like put fill out paperwork. You have like you like there's so, like it, and you have to spend hours. Like the first year that I did this, I had like sixteen hour days. Wow. You know, like literally like spending that's like I, and I didn't have a weekend. Like yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a yeah. I was just like just doing it. Yeah. So I would say the number one is that first decide what is the need you're gonna focus on. Uh, like what is like and and then combine it with something that you're passionate about so, so for some people it could be that maybe you like like I, cause I wanted the, the person who created um like for example I, there's like an invention where instead of you putting your, your stethoscope around your neck you can rest it on the side of your scrub which is so convenient I mm-hmm. love that invention um and it's recent and so I'm, I'm I don't know if it's a nurse that created it though but like I could see a nurse doing that because it's something that they got probably got tired of themselves and they were, they were thinking this was going to help a lot of nurses. So, um, and they were passionate about it. They're probably passionate about it because maybe they just like to see like, um, they like to innovate. Mm-hmm. So it has to be like, you have to first figure out what is that specific need, you know, that you're going to address because that's the, that's the reason why a lot of businesses don't, 
Well, I don't say a lot, but some businesses don't fail because they never address the correct need. Yeah. Like they never address They just, they just did something, but there was no true need behind it. And that's why it didn't prosper. So first start up with the need combined with whatever you're passionate about. Uh, and then just start going from there, you know, and, and the thing I also felt people too, you have to be willing to learn. I think that's one of the reasons why some people don't do well in entrepreneurship because they're very rigid um, and they just want to like, they're like, things have to be a certain way. They're not willing to adapt. They're not willing to try new things or, you or know, or take that, take it, you know, willing to fail. Like knowing yeah, that, you know, if exactly. I fail, it's okay. Let me get back up and see what I did wrong. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So you have to be willing to take risks. You have to be willing to like keep going. You, and you have to certainly tell you, you have to certainly, um, not give up. Like you mm. have to be consistent. Um, because like, you know, just like I remember, um, I went, one story that, that really inspired me was that Coca-Cola, I believe like they didn't sell like maybe like one, maybe I think it was like, they only sell like 20 bottles within the first two years of business. <laughs> and now look at them wow, you know? so yeah. like you know now they're flourishing everything so you know so it just shows you like at the beginning it's not going to look glamorous you know at the beginning it's not going to look like it's going to work but you have to just you have to believe in it you know and you have to there has to be something that drives you to do what you're doing so start with the need work from there and be open to taking a risk and you know and keep going no matter what I hope you've enjoyed today's episode with Nurse Chioma. And know if you are a nurse out there that's struggling with failing the NCLEX, please feel free to reach out to me at tobytalks at tobytodge.com. Again, my email is tobytalks at tobytodge.com. Or you can send me a message in my DM. Definitely feel free to reach out to Nurse Chioma if you're looking for resources to help you pass the NCLEX. You can find her at choosingnursing.net. Again, that's choosingnursing.net. I will have all the details on how to reach her or reach me on my website at tobytodge.com. Tune in to the next episode as I have a wonderful guest who shares with us how she passed the NCLEX in three weeks of studying. You don't want to miss this, okay? And remember, Toby Talks is rooting for you. So do me a favor, go out there and be great. I'll talk to you guys later.